Electricast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monicelli with a special guest today. And I know I've said that often, but this is off the charts. I'm here with Amanda Kate, and she's speaking to us from Australia. Amanda, say hello to our audience. Hi, how are you all? I hope you're doing well. <laughs> you can and hear I hope that. You're ready for a great. Great chat. (laughs) There's a 10 hour difference between us and there might be a time lag, but there's nothing. That's no problem. So who (laughs) is Amanda? Amanda is a kinesiologist and she'll tell us what that's all about, who has trained to the highest available level known as kinesiopractic and an archetypal, transformational, intuitive life coach based in Southeast and Bayside, Melbourne. Um, Her primary work in any aspect is to help people, help people regain their vitality. So here we're talking of the realm of energy here, smash through their internal glass ceiling and their limitations and find new levels of health, vitality and abundance. And she works in two major fields. She facilitates healing by finding the root cause of issues that are impacting and impeding physical, chemical, nutritional, and emotional imbalances and stresses in a person's body and energy field. Again, the notion of energy comes out. It seems to be the watchword here. And it's um, she does this by returning the body to balance. Um, that That's the way that is her route of reaching innate internal intelligence of the body. And navigate, allow the person to navigate and create a greater balance, health and energy flow. And I'll include all of um, her social media and her website where you can find her. Well, Amanda, now I did ask you when we were off recording, what's a nice girl like you doing in a place like that? And you already told me, but what I, (laughs) since there's so much, I'll get down to brass tacks. Um, Yeah. What is a kinesiologist? So the basis of kinesiology is that we work more in that uh, quantum physics type realm. So one of the things that we are looking at um, is that quantum physicists have proven the universe is 4% physical matter. Mm -hmm. So when we look at that human meat suit that we're walking around in, it's 4% of the picture. I love that. So the rest is, (laughs) yeah, exactly. It's kind of what it is. It's our mental, emotional, energetic sexual, spiritual, relational, financial, it's all those other aspects that create who we are in this world. And what we're looking to do is the body innately knows, it has an innate wisdom that it knows what it needs to be fully healthy and vital and well. And what interrupts us being that well is stress. And it's either physical, chemical, or emotional. Now, I'll stop you because we're going to go through that right Mm. around the corner here. But what I want to know is how did you get into that? What led you? I don't think anyone makes, yeah, (laughs) nobody uh, gets into this work without some kind of big life path and big trauma. So Mm -hmm. I ended up with chronic fatigue Uh and it really sent me down looking at the different, um, yeah, Mm -hmm. It was what does that journey. look like, chronic um, fatigue? If we had to see a person um, who was overcome with chronic fatigue, what would I be looking at? 
Do you know, it's, it really does vary each person. So some days I would wake up and I'd be absolutely fine and mm -hmm. other days I could barely drag myself out of bed. Sometimes it would present itself in, say, for example, if I did a workout at 9 o'clock in the morning, by 3 o'clock in the afternoon I was still completely wiped out. And I don't just mean fatigued from the workout, it would be completely wiped well, out. And there was is no this, energy left. Did this occur in a context, I'm, I'm an American, Americans are known mm. for taking vitamins and minerals, right? Yeah. It, it, did this occur within a context of supplements as well? Or were you not taking supplements? You know, I'm trying to get to the root cause, you know? Yeah, no, look, I wasn't, I wasn't taking supplements. The root cause was emotional abuse and okay, psychological okay. abuse. All right. Um, All right. So, yeah, I was in a damaging marriage and oh, it was right. very toxic. Uh -huh. And so the chronic fatigue was the buildup of that. I see. Other people, it might be a more I physical see. thing. Other people, okay. it might be. Good. How long ago different. was this? So I get an idea of how you've, how much you've yeah. been at it. <laughs> yeah, look, it really started, that part of the journey started around 2012, 2013. Okay, so we're in 10, 10 years. Okay, 10 years we've been at this. Yeah. Now, but yeah. you then have branched off and what I uh, just introduced you as was an archetypal transformational and intuitive life coach. Now, I work with archetypal mm -hmm. psychology and I find mm -hmm. it fascinating. My job, even if I don't say that, it's at the you know basis of what I do. What does mm -hmm. the, how do you use archetypes in your work as a life it's coach? It really is um, a process of looking, I get our light and our shadows. Mm -hmm. The ideal is if you have all of your archetypes in the light, you are enlightened. Mm -hmm. um, clearly, we've all got some work to do. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, well, that, that's a lifelong that process. And, mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so it really is about tuning into those archetypes that are your passion and purpose archetypes as in the mm -hmm. ones that you take out into the world regularly they can tend you give to have me an order. example give me an example of either a client or someone will call them mr or mrs miss x give me an idea of how they present to you in terms of misaligned archetypal um, well, we go through a massive process, so it's not quite as simple as mm -hmm. just going, okay, I can see those archetypes. Uh -huh. Sometimes we do things like our, you know, our, our creative nurturer or mother archetype mm -hmm. um, right. that can often be very, very easy to see. But uh -huh. some of the others, you know, we might have an archetype in void, which means we're not expressing it at all, or we right. might have one in the shadow, which means we're overexpressing it. Mm -hmm. And so, again, the picture isn't always clear until you've mm -hmm. done some work and you've done some digging. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. Now let's get to the meat you were talking about our this body as you were talking about the body and the, what did you say the meat meat, meat covering the meat what did suit you, the meat suit. Okay, <laughs> and I was thinking, hmm, if it's a meat suit, I guess it doesn't matter if it's a size ten or twelve or fourteen. It's a meat suit. <laughs> All right. So clearly, when we talk of meat suits, we uh, are. Uh, intending a metaphysical realm now what is and we have a broad audience listening what uh, can you explain to be metaphysics so metaphysical simply means beyond the physical uh -huh. so when you look at say for example our stomach what mm -hmm. does our stomach do in real life it breaks down food mm-hmm 
grinds it all up so that it can be passed into the small intestine and assimilated through the body, the nutrients. Uh Then obviously what's not needed in the body continues its way through until it gets expelled. Metaphysically, the stomach is about how we're taking in everything that goes on around us. So not just food, sometimes it might be food. Mm -hmm. Other times it could be information or relationships or our finances. We can't stomach it thinking about our language. I can't, I just can't stomach it anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just, I feel so full. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could absorb anything more. It's really that language of going, if your stomach is full or if you have a hunger for life, mm-hmm. if somebody's mm-hmm. being greedy of your energy or if you're being greedy. Mm-hmm. So that's what we look at. Um, so when people come in, I will listen to the language. Right, good. And often buy good. those sorts of things that they're good. saying. good. Another Get an thing, idea of things that are going on. As surface. you're talking, you're making me think that um, every organ of the body has, like you say, mm. a functional definition, but it also a metaphysical mm. definition. And, and well, an example is the kidney. You know, if a person has yep. kidney trouble, it's blood. It's their very, you know, uh, it represents symbolically it's blood. And so there's a different picture that emerges from that kind of reasoning. Um how do you use metaphysics in your work? Oh, I don't go through a session without using metaphysics. Okay. So, you know, you use the example of a of a kidney. Right. The kidney's job is to filter water and waste yeah. down into the down into the um, bladder, mm-hmm. but then to reabsorb what it needs to reabsorb mm-hmm. into the bloodstream. Yeah. Now, if you think about that in terms of us filtering what's going yeah. on. Yeah. The kidney meridian also looks at our fears and phobias and our identity. So there's a lot of heavy stuff that sits in that. Mm -hmm. So again, how are we filtering what we need to keep and what needs to go? Mm -hmm. Or are Mm -hmm. we filtering what needs to keep and what needs to go? Or are we in a place of stress where we're just like, oh, screw it, that can go there, that can go Mm -hmm. there, Mm -hmm. and and not being discerning about what we are bringing into each place. So there's everything comes into metaphysics my achilles for example have been sore the last couple of months and it's because i'm stepping into a new chapter i'm stepping into a new life path a new seven-year cycle and so my achilles have been really tight because of course oh this is unknown i'm not sure so my heels and my achilles Mm-hmm. That bit that should be flexibly moving me forward with nourishment and nurturing are holding on a little bit. Yeah. So I'm working at the moment on releasing that with a number mm-hmm. of different professionals from different modalities. Mm-hmm. So you can see that often our our physical, mental, emotional aspects of self, the mind, body, spirit gets expressed in those physical discomforts mm-hmm. or in our language and the way we're mm-hmm. describing life. Hang on, hang you know, on just a minute. Hang on, Kate. hang on, Amanda. Mm. Um, you blanked out just a moment so, but when we were talking before of the shoulders. It's just this last phrase. I, I didn't mm. get that with the hear, the audio. Just bleeped out a little bit. Do you remember what you were saying? Yeah, that's all right. I, no, I was just saying that, you know, for example, our shoulders we hold a lot of grief in mm-hmm. or I can't shoulder that burden anymore. Right, so you language can often again. hear mm-hmm language coming through mm-hmm. and that gives us an idea of what's going on beyond mm-hmm. just the physical mm-hmm. so now we're getting into um an area uh, that uh you yourself suggested suggested as a topic esoteric wisdom now we know that 
truth is one thing, but wisdom is another. And when we talk about esoteric, again, I'm going to ask you to do, to define that. And when you put those together, esoteric wisdom, what exactly do you mean by that? For me, the esotericism is that as within, so without. It's the macro world being shown to us in the micro world and vice versa. So sometimes we might be going through something and we might be in a bit of denial about it, but we're seeing everybody else go through it. And you go, huh, hang on a minute when you get that little alignment. Now for me, the wisdom part comes on. It's come on more and more since I have been doing more of the deep work Mm -hmm. in terms of I can now recognize those similarities. Even when I walk on the beach in the morning, Mm -hmm. the sea is often reflecting my mood. Mm -hmm. The energy of the ocean, the energy of, you know, the wind, Mm -hmm. for example, this morning was really reflecting Mm -hmm. that mood. When you were saying, um, uh, Amanda, you were saying, especially when I do the deep work and I'm thinking, hmm, how deep is that work? And how low, you know, uh, of course, we've all gone through things like this, and we all go back to work, right? And uh, I can remember at the beginning of my work, and uh, uh, the energy woman, my friend and colleague said to me, you know, you have to go through a lot of, you know, very deep work. I'm thinking, how deep? Mm. I How deep? Yeah. <laughs> How deep I think we always ask that question, don't we? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um let's say that uh from how you have been talking so far, I get the impression that there are mm. a, a myriad of um areas you pull from, just like Leonardo da Vinci's uh mm. drawing of the man, the Renaissance man coming from all over the place now um but you do have one particular thing that you mention one particular thing that you mention is the mind body soul connection now we get this from what you mm-hmm. have said so far there is obviously mm-hmm. a connection but you talk about spirituality as a paradox a paradox mm-hmm. in what way So, for example, if you're feeling angry, you're not just feeling angry. You could hold anger and sadness or anger and happiness or you can hold multiple emotions at once and it doesn't mean one is right and one is wrong. Right, right. Likewise, you know, I can hold forgiveness for people in my yeah. hand without yeah. condoning some of their behaviours. Uh-huh. It is a really deep feeling of of being able to hold conflicting ideas in your head and in your soul at the same time without making it be an either or. It is a both and more. And Mm -hmm. often we want to go into black, white, yes, no, right, wrong. Uh But oftentimes there are multiple seemingly conflicting ideas that are all true at the same time. Yeah, you're right. Um, Can you give us an example of the the conflict? And the paradox that you mean, give me an, you know, you well, can use are, a client yeah. if you'd like without mentioning the person's name. Look, there are people that we can deeply or deeply know have hurt us. Mm-hmm. And we can sit with a love for them as a soul being. 
Mm-hmm. We can sit with them for compassion for their trauma. We can sit with them for wrath and wrath mm-hmm. for me is justified anger. We mm-hmm. can still hold wrath for them. We cannot condone their behaviors and we can hold all of that comfortably at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's when we kind of know we've done our work, I guess, is that we can look at these people who've harmed us and we can hold all of the stuff mm-hmm. that seems to conflict each other mm-hmm. in our hands and go, yeah, actually, that's all true. That is mm. all true all at once. I'm on your website. Um, the address is amandakate.com.au. And what comes up immediately, uh, because I wanted to talk about the book, is this book, Divine Messy Human. Um, mm-hmm. Now, when when did you put this out? When was it? Uh, when uh, did it, it see the, the light? 22nd of February. Yeah, 22nd this year. of February last year. So 22 oh, last- to 22. Oh, mm. 22 to 22. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a spiritual, the, the subtitle is a spiritual guide to promoting internal truth over external influence. Um, to prioritizing. Okay. Truth. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I saw promoting here. I'm, I'm reading promoting, but That's on right. your, on That's the okay. cover, exactly on the cover, it says prioritizing, but in the description it says promoting. Ha. Maybe that was uh, a uh, maybe that was a paradox. <laughs> mm. um, now, is this your first? Yeah, no, I see my books. There's a page, my books, and there are three. And I don't know in which order. Uh, there is a digital copy and a hard copy of the same book entitled "The Anxiety Relief." When was this uh, published? The Anxiety Relief Handbook, I think, was published in 2021, maybe? A year before, at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) It was one of those multi-author books that I did at the time. And yeah. Yeah. And how was the writing process for you? Was this the first time you were writing? Or have you had any kind of background in writing or journaling or blogging? Yeah, look, I've done a lot of writing. I was in communications in my ah. life pre-healing uh-huh. world. So, okay. yes. Uh-huh. And so you know what it means to edit, change, outline, all of that. Okay, so so was the process linear and creative and seamless for your first book or not? Uh, I would take one out of the three. I would take the creative. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was not seamless. The then. linear, definitely not. And so, well, I don't think, again, I think that's one of those things we would love it to be linear and yeah. seamless, but yeah. what is yeah. really? <laughs> really, really. Now, what can you, if you mm. had to give one piece of advice to our listeners or one, say, golden rule or a suggestion um, before we go, what would you want them to hear or or? Uh, abide by or take to heart that if we slow down and listen deeply enough we always know our own truth okay okay so this is sort of um, comes from a series of different backgrounds from mindfulness from consciousness from a different uh, from being being aware interesting so interesting so what about the next book when are we going to expect the next one? <laughs> I have a drawer full of notes and sticky notes. I have lots and lots of pages and huge amounts of notes on my phone. So we shall see when I can carve out the time to okay, actually so that start writing something. Two, 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 zero, two, two. 
let's i'll have to think of the next numerology uh, <laughs> exit portal for you thank you so yeah. much for joining us amanda it was a pleasure oh, my absolute i pleasure. hope to have you on again when we could talk more specifically about your book your latest book beautiful bye bye <laughs> thank you so much thank you for listening don't forget to follow let's talk soul podcast on instagram let's talk soul podcast is a production of electrocast media Our executive producers are Mark Netter and Peter Rafelson. If you like our show and like what you hear, please subscribe and give us a rating wherever you enjoy podcasts. And remember, stay curious, stay inspired, and never stop exploring the depths of your soul. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music.